Welcome to the Expert Gold Podcast, which helps entrepreneurs and business owners develop more magnetic messages on and off the internet. Now join your host, Gihan Pereira, as he helps you turn your ideas, insights and expertise into practical business boosting strategies, tactics and actions. What's the ideal length for a teleseminar? Teleseminars are hot right now. The second most common question people ask me about them is how to design an effective teleseminar. The most common one is about how to make the technology work, but I'm not going to cover that today. In terms of designing it, many people would like to know the ideal length and the right mix of talking and audience participation. So how do you do it? The secret is forget you're doing a teleseminar and design it just like any other program. If you're an infopreneur, a speaker, a trainer, a consultant, a coach or a facilitator, you're already an expert in designing programs. There's nothing magical about the teleseminar format. You don't have to design it differently just because you're doing it as a teleseminar. Well, actually, that's not strictly true. There are some minor things you can do to make better use of the teleseminar format, but they really are minor and they're not major structural design issues. The fact is, whatever type of program you already deliver, you can probably adapt it to the teleseminar format. I'll give you some examples. If you give keynote presentations, design your teleseminar as a keynote style presentation with the aim of changing their attitudes or shifting their beliefs. It'll probably run for 45 to 60 minutes. You'll be doing most of the talking and perhaps you'll have a brief question and answer session towards the end. On the other hand, if you offer teleseminars as a training session, you'll be teaching them skills. Again, it might be about an hour long and you might give them a handout that they download in advance. You'll give them exercises that they do during the session. You'll still do most of the talking, but you might have more than one pause for them to ask you questions, and you'll probably allow more time for questions. If you run a teleseminar as a coaching session, and you know it's even possible to do this as group coaching, one of my clients does it very well, you'll be asking lots of questions and giving the audience more time to answer them there'll be less of you talking and more time for them to be working on their own. Similarly, if you do facilitation by teleseminar, you'll set the scene and then open the line for the audience to do most of the talking. And you'll be providing guidance, of course, but it's mostly them. If you're conducting mentoring sessions by teleseminar, you'll kind of be doing the combination of the training and the coaching modes. In other words, a mix of teaching and asking with some time for you to speak and some time for them to interact with you and to interact with each other. And finally, if you're using teleseminars to conduct interviews, treat this like a one-on-one facilitation. You and a guest do most of the talking and your audience is kind of eavesdropping on you. You may have a little bit of time for questions or maybe none at all. So which of these will work best for you? Now, there's more to it than the brief overview I've given here, but I hope it helps you to put teleseminars in perspective. Whatever skill you already got as an educator, as an infopreneur, you can apply that same skill in the teleseminar context. Sure, you have to master the technology, but that part isn't really too hard if somebody shows you how to make it work. The real skill is in the content design, and you know what? You've got that skill already. You've been listening to the Expert Gold Podcast. Visit us on the web at gihanperera.com. That's G-I-H-A-N-P-E-R-E-R-A.com. You can join the podcast, listen to past issues, and leave your comments, suggestions, and ideas. We look forward to having you back soon. In the meantime, remember, great minds don't think alike.